This is Together 24-7, episode 38. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am your co-host and husband, Barry. I am the other co-host and wife, Catherine. Welcome, everybody. We're all glad you are listening today because we have a fantastic interview going on. We do. We started the interview and then Skype didn't cooperate with us. So now we're starting the interview again and we're, we're going to have just as much fun as we did the first time. <laughs> yes, we are. Let's be spontaneous. Let's be spontaneous. And tell and the in, same jokes it, over. In a no, you can't tell the same <laughs> jokes over. So today, today we have Tom and Ariana Sylvester and they're up in Rochester. Burr. Burr. Yep. So I'm Burr, and it's like 50 degrees out, and I'm Burr, and they're like super Burr, I'm sure. And it's probably like minus 50 over there. It's probably there. minus 50. Actually, in- not yet. We've had a record low snow this year. Last year, we had like feet of snow by this time, and this year, we got nothing so far. I know. My so niece it's, lives- it's very odd. My niece lives up near you guys, and yeah, she lived, She had a lot of snow, but there have been days where we were here in Phoenix, Arizona, and there were days that New York City was warmer, and- uh and Ontario was warmer than we were. And we yeah, were not happy. Yeah, we've had happy. that a couple times. Yeah. With Florida, too. We were warmer than Florida at one point. And yeah. I was like, what is happening? So not happy. <laughs> I moved here for a reason. I yep. dragged, dragged Catherine here for a reason. That's right. And the reason was we don't like the cold. We don't like the cold. But we don't get snow, usually. So that's good. So uh, a little bit about Tom and Ariana. They have been together since 2002. They got married in 2008. And they've been in get business together for eight years. So pretty much when you guys got married, you started your businesses. Business, businesses. Pretty much, yeah, Tom can wait. Tom businesses, businesses. Businesses, exactly. So um, your companies are company name. It says company name. And then I got a whole list over here. So companies' names are. Companies' so, names, uh, really? Companies' names, exactly. <laughs> Company names. They taught me good in private school. Cereal. <laughs> Mom and dad spent a lot of money for nothing. Cereal startups. Sylvester Enterprises. 
Sylvester Media, and what we have deemed to be our favorite, Warsaw Wines and Spirits. Wine and Spirits. Wine is singular. They've only got one kind of wine. They've got a lot of different spirits. Um, the, the types of businesses. So they have, they do business training and coaching, real estate investing, and they have a retail wine and liquor store, which I think is pretty cool. And now we know where we're going to hang out next time we're up in Rochester at the wine, yes. at the wine, at the wine store. Us. At the wine store. Wine, we always liquor. have free tastings. Yes. Oh, then we'll just, you got a cot? Bottles are always open. <laughs> Bottles are always open. We got an air bed at our house. Close enough. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Uh, you guys have two kids, I- Ilana and Ty, and they're too little to ask about, you know, getting them involved in business. But do you have any future plans to make sure the kids do their fair share and, and pull their weight around? Well, Tom's already had Elena podcasting, so. Oh, how adorable. And which episode is that? Of of your podcast, which podcast and which actually episode? it's on the tail end of our last episode, I think, right? Yep, it should be uh, show sixteen. It was really uh, talking about how things change as we became parents, and uh, we tagged her on at the end a little bit of her <laughs> podcasting. When she gets older, she's still gonna hate us. So so we're gonna have that. We'll have a direct link to that yeah. particular episode in the show notes. So you got you guys. When I see you guys, yes. I mean you listeners. Uh, check it out. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's hysterical. It's got to be beyond adorable. <laughs> it has to be. And then that, of course, um, you know, when when her date comes to pick her up in the future. Yes. That oh, yes. will be blasting through. Well, that, that, we've that, also, go ahead. We've also had her. We have pictures. We have documented proof that she uh, has already started stocking the shelves at the liquor store. Isn't there something illegal about that? Nope, family. <laughs> yep. I was, was going to say, parents of the year, we're starting this interview off right. Well, I'm, I'm thinking not so much child labor laws. I'm thinking child liquor laws. No, as long as she's not selling it or serving it, she's good. She's, she's not good. drinking it. She's not drinking it. She's not selling it. She's not serving it. She can yep. she can stock the shelves all she wants. She can go to the front like I used to in, in my parents' store and welcome people in and point out where everything is. Oh, yeah, you've, you've got a, you got a million-dollar maker right there. She drives our employee crazy because she moves all the price tags on her. So funny. Oh, no, this was a good bottle of wine. I think it should be more. (laughs) So, Tom, you are the serial entrepreneur, husband, father, and avid Call of Duty player, not just a sometimes, but an avid, avid, avid. So there are two people in this relationship. Well, you know, we're not in Utah. Avid. Avid. Um, there's one entrepreneur, there's one rational person in the relationship. Tom is, uh, Tom is the entrepreneur, which means he's irrational. That's, that's just deduction. Um, you've got a varied background, formal education consisting of a BA in computer science and MS in business management, and a couple of certifications just to throw it in there and prove, you know, prove that you've learned something through the And we've already determined how lazy he is because there's no PhD in there. There's no PhD in there, right. <laughs> you know, if he wasn't future that, goal, that's it. The Call of Duty. The Call thing, of Duty. Well, you know, he might get his PhD in military strategy. That's true. That's true. That's true. I Somehow was, was going to say I'm close to the PhD in Call of Duty. In Call of, <laughs> all right. All right. I, I'm, I'm close. Just a few more years. Just a few more years. So you you really work with a variety of organizations, but your focus is on that product development and information technology. And you've done everything from information to software and everything in between. Oh, we could relate to the software part. We do that. Um, you've started a, lo- a number of companies. And like anybody out there, really, any, any entrepreneur out there, some are good and some are bad. Some fail. Some succeed. Some you just need to sell off before you kill your customers. And, 
You know, not, uh, not that I speak from experience, but, you know, that sort of thing. We love our customers. We do. We do. It's the other customers that we sold the business off that we don't like too much. Not anyway. Uh, we love them, too. We love them, too. Just not as customers. So, Ariana, you're the reality checker. You check reality and then yep, and then bring Tom back. You are a wife, a mother, and a chai latte lover. With rum. With rum. Eventually. Iced chai. Sometimes ice, with rum. Ice chai. Sometimes with <laughs> once, rum. Once our son is old enough, I'll, I'll add the rum back in. <laughs> so we talked a little bit earlier about rum chata, which is a which great- is delicious. It's delicious. And I think delicious it's- Delicious chai flavored liqueur. And, and a good holiday alternative to the very fattening eggnog. Yeah. Okay. I'll go it with that. It goes well in hot chocolate. Goes well in hot chocolate, is with eggnog, and uh, a link on Amazon will be on the show notes as, page. As long as Amazon actually sells it. <laughs> sells rum chata. If they sell rum hey, chata, they'll be I got a question about because I, I don't drink chai. You know, I'm going to either have coffee or hot chocolate. So is chai like a vanilla flavor? Is that what it is? So chai is actually a type of tea, um, and then you it's got all the spices and everything in there, and then you can add the milk to make the latte part. So chai lattes are what most people drink, but they do have just plain chai tea. Okay, see, and, and the reason I was asking, because we're talking about rum chata, but we've had horchata a lot when we go to some of the uh, local taco shops around here, and horchata is like a vanilla. It almost tastes like rice pudding in a glass. Right. And, oh, okay. And then and chai, if it's spiced that way, could taste a lot like um, horchata. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that Which we've got what, that cleared up. So we've got all of our flavors down But here. basically everything could have rum put in it to make it good. Pretty much. Correct. Okay, just making sure. And <laughs> since, since I'm not doing any sort of feeding of children, um, I got no problem with it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so let, let's... Um, well, Kat, Kat, are we you wanna, done with the bio? No, because Ariana, I just want to say that um, Ariana went to school for the most obvious of uh, entrepreneurial <laughs> degrees, and that would be zoology. Oh, yes, well, the most obvious. And I've been trying, I've been racking my brains. Who is the guy? He was always on Leno. Um, Jack Hanna. That's yeah. it. See, so you, uh, Tom, you're the you're the creator. It seems of the uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. I think if Ariana becomes the next Jack Hanna, there's a there's our a next whole, business that's, idea. That's your next business or idea. Or just right open there. a zoo. Or just open a zoo. That, that's a little how, difficult. How big's your backyard? Come on, you can do it. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. So I don't think you guys, I don't think Ariana wants you guys feeding me any new ideas. Yes, no, no more. No Too more late. business ideas. Too late. You haven't sent We're us any money. Max right now. Yeah, you got to send us money to have us stop doing that's that. That's right. That's right. But I think that's a good one. Jack Hanna looks like he's making money hand over fist. So let's, let's get. Back to the serious part of the show. We're having way too much fun. Uh, <laughs> tell us how and why you guys actually started in business together. Um, I'll let Tom take that one because it was all his fault. <laughs> all right. So, so I've never been the uh, the traditional type. You know, in school, I I wasn't really big into traditional learning, but I like doing stuff outside of that. So I I knew that we were never going to fit into the well I was never going to fit into the traditional mold and then uh the unfortunate person that met me was never going to fit into that mold either whether they liked it or not. Um so as we got out of as we finished up college we kind of looked at our lives and said, you know, I don't want to work for the next 45 years. How are we going to kind of make it so that we don't have to do that? So without having any idea of what we we're going to do, I set out a goal and said by the time we were 35, we were going to be retired, which, you know, as a lot of people, you know, get the, the idea that we're not going to work at all. And that's not the case. You know, we'll continue working, but it's going to be on our schedule and we're going to have the option to work when we want and to kind of do what we want. So you, you basically start right out of college is when you started 
together in business or give me a little, little um, we graduated there. in 2006 they're we children. bought our first they're they're chill they they're <laughs> they're young enough to be we are youngins we graduated okay, in 2006 so their kids are are going to be our grandkids but anyway go ahead keep keep talking i'll get over this we graduated in 2006 and we moved into an apartment and then because Tom is very impatient, he didn't want to pay rent. So we bought a house, which that was our, one of our first big arguments because he wanted to buy a duplex and start out our first house living as a landlord. And I nixed that in the butt. And, uh, so that, that's the reality checker piece of this. Yes. So we bought our first home, just a regular ranch that we live in. But then he, you know, he showed me how serious he was about starting our own business. So that's when we kind of got started in real estate um, after we got married. And was there any point that you actually realized you could do it without ruining your relationship? Or was it just like, hey, we're doing this and we'll figure it out as we go? Um, I think we kind of knew to start. Well, we were kind of we, we bought the house and I should say we were planning a wedding when we bought the house. And then he bought the first real estate property before the wedding it was that same year. Everything kind of happened in between in 2007, 2008. There was a lot going on. And after that first property, we kind of just kept going with that and saw, hey, we can do this and it's going to work. And I don't yeah. think we really had any had any question of working together. Yeah. Well, I, I think the big thing with Ariana was, you know, I say I wasn't the traditional you know, person like and, and she was. So obviously what she went to school for and all of that was kind of thinking, well, you know, we'll get jobs, we'll work, we'll kind of live that normal life. So as as I did like the entrepreneurial pull, she was kind of pulling back and saying, well, you know, there's some risk there and, and yada, yada. But I think what ultimately kind of turned the corner was when she started to see that we could make income from these businesses. And once we got it set up and had the right systems in place, you know, it, it took a lot of the stress off of us. Well, when you did this in 2007, 2008, that's pretty interesting because that's when the economy started to crash. Uh, were Were you scared about that or you just didn't even think of it? So actually the the opposite. So I think as entrepreneurs, you look at, you know, when things are unstable or, you know, when things go down, that's where opportunity is created. And with real estate, you know, like the, the common thing is, you know, you want to buy low and sell high. So if you look at 2007, 2008, that's exactly what was going on with real estate. You know, everything was dropping so you could buy real estate low. And then when it came back later, you could sell it high or increase rent. So it was actually the, the perfect opportunity to get started with real estate. Yeah, and our risk was a little lower because we weren't trying to flip. We were buying and renovating and renting. So we have monthly income coming in from those properties. Fantastic. Well, that, you know, that is the true entrepreneurial spirit. Just, you know, look at look at the opportunity, see it and grab it. Yeah, I think I think the mistake that so many people make is that panic mistake. So in 2008, there were a lot of people just selling because mm -hmm. their house wasn't worth the same. Well, if you can afford the mortgage, if you can afford what you're doing, if you can afford to keep in business or whatever it is, don't panic. That I think is, is probably the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is don't panic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to your point, like one of the things that's helped us really have success is planning and then sticking to those plans and not letting emotion get in. Um, because anytime emotion gets in, you know, you don't think straight and you don't think like the entrepreneur, you think like the individual. You think like an employee. Like oh, it's so sad. Oh, <laughs> I remember those days. That's not a, it's not a happy thought. Uh, so moving along, what within your business or businesses, uh, what is the division of labor? Who does what and how was it decided? 
Well, we kind of started off without talking about that, which was part of the problem early on. But we decided that Tom is better off with the big picture stuff, the planning, um, stuff, mostly the computer stuff, obviously, with that background. And then I do more of the office type stuff, the, the detailed day-to-day organizing type things, paperwork, all that. Yeah, so I think the big thing is really playing to your strengths. You know, we each have strengths and weaknesses. And I think one of the benefits of being able to work with your spouse is, you know, you can kind of fill in those gaps where, you know, your spouse may have a weakness. Uh, you know, you may have the strength there. And is there any sort of overlapping? Sometimes, yeah. There's, a, there's some certain aspects that we kind of both have to look at and work on because it doesn't work if we both don't do it. Yeah, and I think if you don't overlap in some regards, then, uh, you know, if your spouse gets pulled away, like, for example, we have a sick household now Mm -hmm. where we've had to kind of step in and help each other out. And if we don't have that overlapping, then things fall apart when uh, anything goes awry. And speaking of when things go awry, uh, tell us about your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement, fight, spat, whatever you want to call it, and how you work through it. So for me, I don't know if there's really one big one. I have more like a couple little ones throughout time. Um, and it's really when we lose communication and we just get overwhelmed. And there's been a couple times throughout our years in business that that's happened. And it just is really hard to do everything that needs to be done and to keep that relationship when the that lack of communication happens. And... Well, when, when you had these disagreements, these even though they were small, did they carry over into your personal relationship or did they stay strictly business related? Yeah, they, they always carry over. Yeah, they always carry over. You know, I, I think that's one of the, the, the pros and the cons of, you know, being in relationship with your spouse is, you know, they do carry over and they can affect your personal life. But one of the things that we've been able to figure out is when when those issues come up, we, we basically force them to the surface now so that we can deal with them so they don't carry over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being in business together, like if you've got to work with that person, you just got to get through it. And I think what happens with people that aren't in business together is they kind of let some of those things just sit because they don't have to work with that person. They're going to go back to a job. And then those things that were small and could have been taken care of quickly now become much bigger issues and turn on into a fight at some point. Sure. When you go to that job, you have 10 hours to be there stewing in the yep. in the problem without even yep. talking about it. And then you get home and it just neither talks about it, and it gets worse and worse and worse, and it well, it's a nasty cycle. It's yeah, that's that's really good advice. Even if you guys out there listening are not in business together, don't stew about it. Um, no, get yeah. it out there. Yeah, stuff talk comes it up. out. Talk it out. Stuff comes up. Stuff comes up. You got to talk through it. So now that we've now that we've gotten through the fight and the arguments and the miserable part, <laughs> what are some of the joys uh, that you've experienced being together twenty four seven? And I, I'm going to throw a little something in here because I, I'm just you know looking over your notes, you have very different businesses. You're you've got very consultative service businesses. And then you've got the retail business, which is what I grew up in. And that's so different than anything else. Cause that is, I got to be here and present and, you know, fully 100%. So what are, how do you play off of each of those? And, and, and what's the joy of being together in those two very, very diverse types of businesses? Well, I think one of the biggest joys is that when it comes down to it, we are best friends and that's, how our relationship started and that's how we've always been. So the fact that we get to spend so much time together is awesome. There isn't anyone else that I would want to spend 
24 seven with. So it's just great that we can do that throughout our businesses. And I think another part of it is that each business is so different that we get to kind of tackle those challenges together and, and find new ways to, to do things. Yeah. And and I think one of the things when you're an employee, you kind of get put in a box and it's very tough to get out of that box and to really kind of do your own thing. And especially if you get into one career and you want to do something different, you know, you really can't do that. But as an entrepreneur, you can. So, you know, you mentioned like we started with the real estate and then retail is very, very different. So we had new challenges and new stuff that we could work on and build together. And I mean, there's nothing more gratifying than obviously being able to help our clients and, and customers, but then being able to look over and, and do it with your best friend. I mean, that's a phenomenal feeling. I think I think that's, you know, it's so much fun. It's so much fun mm-hmm. to be able to it do is these fun. Challenges. It almost becomes a hobby. It almost becomes sport. I shouldn't say a yeah. hobby because none of our businesses are hobbies, but it, it becomes like sport. It becomes that mm-hmm. challenge, that same thing as sport. So what are one or two things that you guys do to separate family time from business time? Yeah, one of the big things we do is we utilize a shared calendar for everything. So we use a Google calendar and we have like 10 different calendars (laughs) set up. Uh, We have one for each business and then we have one for each of us personally and then one for each of our kids. And what we do, we're we're big on planning and constantly replanning. But one of the big things we do is we sit down weekly and put stuff on the calendar and we start with our family time and with the stuff we want to do individually. So like Friday night is always family movie night. So we order out dinner and we have uh, the kids pick a movie and then we watch that together. So we make sure that we always put the personal stuff on the calendar first and then we fill in the remaining time with any business tasks that we have to do. You know, Catherine and I share a calendar, not share a calendar, we have separate calendars, but using Google Calendar, we share them as well. Uh, because if something isn't on the calendar <laughs> and you just think, oh, yeah, then we have time there. Yeah, you wind up double booking and it's horrible. Uh, Absolutely. And and, and worse, it, it's embarrassing when you're dealing with business with clients or potential clients and you double book something. It's embarrassing if you, if you have to cancel one of them. Uh, so that's real important. But I think the most important thing we need to to find out because Fridays are movie nights. Have you subjected your kids to Star Wars yet? Not yet. She knows what it is. She's well, only three and a half. So, so let's take that back. So a couple weeks ago, we actually showed, or I showed Elena, uh, the Luke, I am your father clip. So she watched it on YouTube a couple times, and then that's all she was saying for the next two weeks. <laughs> and she also knows who Chewbacca is because we had the Star Wars Jello molds at our Wegmans, and she made me buy them. So, Mommy, who's that guy? So we had to show her the clip of Chewbacca making the funny noise. And she does have a Yoda stuffed animal. Uh, but she hasn't watched the movies yet because she's only three and a half. So she'll have to wait a couple years. But it's coming. So by the time the next episode comes out, she'll be old yes. enough where you could show yeah. her episodes four, five, six, and seven. <laughs> yes. And avoid one, two, and three at no, all costs. Three, three. You need to you need to see three so you get some idea of what's going on. One can be avoided at all costs or do vacuuming while you're watching it. Two, you know, pay somewhat attention to it. And then three, you need to watch to... But they have to be watched in the correct theatrical theatrical release order. order. Yeah, funny story. Tom had never seen Star Wars. (gasps) Yeah, we had to We could just end this interview right now. (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) When did we... Oh, we watched it when we bought our first house. He told me he never saw it. And I said, what is wrong with you? Yeah, you remedied that quick. I did. We watched all six, I think, in one weekend. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you could stay. You can stay now. Beautiful. <laughs> he does love them, so. 
Okay. It's not his fault. It's there. his parents' fault. Blame the parents. Blame the parents. Always. Yeah, always do. <laughs> <laughs> so reeling things back in, <laughs> what is a business book that you guys are reading right now? What? What's time? Who has time for reading? <laughs> what is a business Tom book? Has. <laughs> yeah. What is a business book that you guys have on audible.com <laughs> forward slash? No. Uh, what is a, are, are there any, um, a, any things that you're doing right now to, you know, that you could recommend that you, you could books recommend that you've read in the past that you think Tom's uh, always reading a yeah, book. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Something that some, an entrepreneur that's listening right now, it would be of use to them. Yeah, one of the ones that I'm actually rereading now. So we've had our liquor store for three years. So I'm reading uh, the Complete Idiot's Guide to Starting and Running a Retail Store. And um, one of the things that, that we tell, especially when we coach people, is business. Uh, one of the things that we tell people when we coach them is that you know business concepts apply across business domain and industry. So even though like this is a retail store book, uh, the financials, how you do a business plan, how you look at um, a lot of the business stuff is going to be consistent across the board. So even if people don't have retail stores, um, any business books are going to help you, you know, in your business mindset. You know, I could write that book and it would be one sentence long. It would be one word long. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Well, I, I liked retail. I enjoyed retail. It, it, it takes a special kind of someone to do retail, and that's I, not me. Yeah, no, that is absolutely not you. But I I, I agree. I agree. It, business, basic business concepts. Well, well, you know, and it's a... Well, there's a difference when your store allows you to do business research, and that's really just drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is Tom's reason for opening a wine and liquor store. Well, there is one, I like you know, that. And, you know, one thing you guys have a liquor store out there. One thing that we're missing in all of the liquor stores here is New York State wine. Yeah, oh. we have all those. Yeah, we can't get those out here. I don't know why. It's I tough. Don't, I don't know if they just don't ship out. To Most Arizona. of the wineries are too small that they they don't ship. Um, some of them do. Like we have three brothers winery, and I know that they ship. You can buy online, uh, but a lot of them just don't have the they don't have the stock to be able to to open that up to ship to different states. So here's what I'm going to plug: um, get online, and we'll and we'll have all this on their website on our show notes on our website. Their show notes on our website. Anyway, Pindar Vineyards. I happen to be very partial to Pindar. Love Pindar. So um, so go on to their site. Order the Pindar, have it shipped to you. All right, we'll check it out. That's uh, it's a Long Island winery. It's a Long Island winery. So okay. If you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would that be? I think the biggest thing for for working with your spouse is really just communication. Um, we've reflected back a lot on when things have gone well and when they haven't. And one of the things we realized that caused us some strife early on was I had a certain view of what our life was going to look like, and you know some of my goals. What I realized afterwards is that Ariana's were very different. And once we started communicating and getting some shared goals and then working together to get there, that made everything work so much easier because we were actually working together on goals, not going off in different directions. And we hear the communication part so much, and, and I like the, the, the goals, even just something as simple as that. Well, what, what I really need to know is whose goals are more prevalent the original goals that you had, whose goals are more prevalent now that they're combined? Um, I guess well, Tom, the biggest goal we have is is one of Tom's goals, and that's to get him out of his traditional job, ASAP. So, 
Yeah, and, and we've made steps to get there. So part of our, our process was to get Ariana out of her job and then really shift me away from a W-2 job into more of a consulting and 1099 so that we can ultimately work less and less and get to our goals of just being on our own. Sounds fantastic. And I think you're going to get there faster than you think. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No need. You guys are already doing it. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so now for the fun round, because we haven't been having fun this entire conversation. So Not at all. No so fun boring. at so all. So boring. And, and this, might, this might apply to your Friday nights. But anyway, so, do you guys have a favorite meal to cook together or a favorite meal at a favorite restaurant? You called it out right there. Pizza. Pizza for everything. Pizza's, pizza's, I love pizza. I love pizza, too. Pizza's <laughs> number Tom's two favorite. on my list. It's steak, then pizza. Ooh, I'll take a good steak. And then if you combine those two, you've got the ultimate. How do you do that? <laughs> you can put steak on your pizza. No. Yes, I think you you'd have to do like one bite of each. One bite of steak, one bite of pizza. Oh, I don't there, know you, there you go. Because, you know, you could say meatballs on the pizza, but that's not really the, same, the same thing. No. no. Well, so, so here in Rochester, if anyone's ever visited, we've got this thing called the garbage plate. <laughs> and basically what they've done is just take in all the best stuff and put it together and mix it up. So it's uh, like cheeseburgers, mac salad, and home fries with hot sauce on top. So I'm just envisioning Meat the steak. Sauce. Yeah, the steak and the pizza. We put it together. It's got to be good. I, I think if you cook a steak um, just slightly to the rare side and then slice that up and put that on the pizza and then when you make the pizza you've got a steak pizza that's your meat pizza well that would that would be if you think about, about it that, that would be a steak parmesan hero and i don't i don't think so i'm a fan <laughs> of, of plate separation thank you i like Ariana. those little plates with the little sections for everything so no that steak pizza wouldn't go well with me <laughs> the peas can't touch <laughs> you are correct yeah I, I buy her like the children's plate. i need the i need an adult version of the children's plate <laughs> well there see now there you go there's your next Our entrepreneurial uh <laughs> adventure well, there's another one there's another one. Oh, and tom's writing him down and ariana's just cursing our name so shaking shaking my head last question red white or beer i'm gonna answer you none of the above Ah, uh, beer come on for me none of the above <laughs> your beer you gotta think of your spouse here. i'm liquor well that's okay, okay. that's that's okay what what is your what is your favorite uh fluffy frou-frou mixed drink oh i love di Sirono amaretto oh that's yes all-time fave yeah i, think I do have a couple others out. but that's my number one that's that's a good one. So sweet and, and good. Yep. Mm. Yep. And Tom it is mixes a, well with everything. It does. And Tom is a beer person. So there you have it. Pizza and beer, pizza and DiSorono. Yes. That's a good combination. And let's go ahead and take a quick break here while we hear from our wonderful sponsors. So we'll be right back. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, hostgator.com has one click WordPress installs or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through Audible.com, TOGETHER247 listeners can get a free audiobook, 
That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome back. And it's time now, Catherine, for my favorite part of the show, which is the pet peeve of the day. This is when we, you know, again, we've had such a boring interviews up to this point. I think it's time to have some real fun. What do you think? I think so. Tom is, is giving us a really good pet peeve. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm guilty of it too. So Tom, tell us what your pet peeve is. Because I think many, uh, with couples... Um, there, there may be out there one of the two that is guilty of this. So go ahead, Tom. Well, so as the, uh, the irrational one, the serial entrepreneur, I like to jump and then look where I'm jumping afterwards. So the big pet peeve is when I go and make a stupid mistake afterwards, Ariana tells me, Oh, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, in fairness to Ariana, do you tell her the stupidity that you are about to embark upon? No, he does not. No, but we've been together long enough where she should be able to anticipate my stupidity. <laughs> right, right. I Some mean, come of them on. I can anticipate. You know, they... Not all. The, the women expect us to read their minds. Yeah, I, you know, turnabout is fair play. Yep. I'll just ref you in bubble wrap. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. And... <laughs> Another production business. Yes. Personal bubble wrap. Personal bubble wrap. <laughs> Beautiful. I already have the domain. You already have the domain. <laughs> He's uh, typing it away as we're talking. So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess, I guess saying something other than be careful after you've uh, injured yourself either physically, emotionally, or mentally is not the right thing to say then. Oops. 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 That's a good thing to say. Well, very cool. Thank you guys so much, and uh, thank you, listeners, because when when you're all said and done with this episode, it it was a little bit jumpy, and we apologize. That's technology, and but it was a great interview, and we learned a lot of good stuff, both about you two and about business. And and if you guys, because I don't think we even mentioned it, I mean, kind of in passing, but what is the name of your podcast, and how are people going to find you? All right, so our podcast is the Serial Startup Podcast. And you can find us at SerialStartups.co. And then probably the best way is we actually have a, a free Facebook community of just different entrepreneurs where, you know, we all get together, support each other, and kind of help each other build their businesses. So you can find that at SSCommunity.co. Yeah, come join us. SSCommunity.co. Okay, we'll, we'll get that all, on. Go ahead, Kat. I was going to say, it's all here. Um, I have Facebook uh, groups, serial startups, community. I have all kinds of stuff here and it will be on their, um, on our show notes, our show, no, their show notes on our website. I always do that <laughs> there. It's their show notes. It's about their show. It is on our website and we will have that link, um, to Elena's. Interview. Oh yes. We're, Elena's we're, first podcast. Elena's Absolutely. first podcast. So very good guys. Um, have a happy holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, everything that you celebrate and everything that the kids get gifts for. May they get a ton of gifts this year and happy, healthy New Year to you guys. All right. Thank thank you. you Same to you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas 
resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.